0: Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Scobro coming at you again. It's Tuesday night. It's, well, it's 9-15. Uh, but where else would you rather be as a Steelers fan? I, I just have to say it. So, with me as always is my big brother Rich. Oh, wait. I messed that one up too. You messed that I? up badly. Uh, uh, with me as always, except when he's not, is my big yeah. brother Rich. Rich, how are you? Well, I'm just
1: going to I'd cry yeah, I cry because yeah, breathe.
0: yeah, yeah. No, no, Steeler football. Done breathing. Yeah, we're done. We're done breathing. We're we're not allowed to breathe until August now. <laughs> uh, uh, uh I, I know what you mean. It just did this but, weekend feel weird.
1: It did, but you know, I I, I will say this. You know. After the Steelers buy those nine weeks, I got to breathe se- breathe lot. seven of those nine weeks. So That's, yeah, you know there there was there was some good there. I spent a lot of time early in the season not breathing. Yep, yep. you
0: had to hold your breath for a long time, and then and then it came on strong. But uh, I, I thought it was kind of a weird weekend. I just because I mentioned this when I was on a let's ride with Jeff Hartman on Monday. If you didn't catch that, uh, Jeff and I gave our, our top five team needs. It was our 1.0 going into stuff. And I'm going to come back and ask you a question about that shortly. But I mentioned it there. It was weird because when it comes to the podcast and when it comes to the editorially and everything that I'm going on mentally with the Pittsburgh Steelers is off season, moving on, 2023, growing, all that stuff. And then I turn around and have six playoff games that are on the TV all, all, all over the weekend. It it was just kind of strange. I mean, it was kind of strange last year and during the division weekend, whenever the, you know, once the Steelers were out of it. So it, it was strange. But did you watch the games? I, I'm going to watch every game I can just because there's soon not going to be any.
1: Uh, I watched a couple. I really didn't watch that
0: many. <laughs> well, here, here's what's crazy. Okay, well, I didn't really watch much of the one last night. I had it on at times, but it, it just was not a a good game to watch. I had it more on my phone. Sunday, I, 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 I went to – I fell asleep in the last night's game about five minutes in. Oh, gotcha. Well, that that's similar to how I was on Sunday. Sunday, I was going to get some work done. I went down to the family room. I was going to put together some furniture um, and watch some football, you know, Dolphins, Bills. Bills jump out to a 17 nothing lead. Dolphins start coming back. I sit down for just a little bit. I'm like, I'll just watch it for a little bit. I woke up at halftime and decided to actually lay down on the couch. And when I woke up again, the Bills were in victory formation. <laughs> so I missed a lot of that one. I missed a lot of that one. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take in as much as I can. I just thought I'd ask about that. Rich. The thing I was saying about where Jeff and I talked about team needs, I'm not going to ask you about specific team needs or anything, but in articles that I do, now granted I know part of it is because I do the mock draft Mondays, things like that. And yes, a lot of people are looking for the draft. How come right now, it seems like every time people mention team needs, they instantly turn to the draft. To me, I'm excited about the draft. I'm I'm excited to learn more about some of the, some of the prospects and everything. But I, I'm still also in a hold-your-horses mode, too.
1: You know, because, you and I had a similar yeah. discussion last year. Because everybody was like – because remember, we kept taking the question, what are they going to do in the draft? What are they going to do in the draft? And we were like, we don't know yet. And people are like, well, don't you have an idea? No, I don't have an idea. Because the no. first question is, what needs will they address in free agency? Yeah. it's, it's, once it's that gets rolling – Three steps. Yeah. Once that – Right. Who do we sign back that yep, step up? Who do we sign that's not ours? Free agency? Then we were
0: then we could do the draft. Yes. Uh, 2020 was it 2020? Yeah, it had to be 2020. I'm pretty sure it was 2020. Is a good example. I I'm doing my math backwards. Yes, it had to be 2020. 2020 is a really good example of this. I was doing, that was my first year doing the mock draft Mondays. Uh, so I was doing a lot more with mock drafts and the Steelers didn't have a first round pick. So you're looking at all their stuff and their team needs and it was all about tight end and I'm really diving into the tight ends that could be there for the Steelers. I mean, my goodness, there's guys that they're saying they're taking the second round that were some people projected as sixth round picks. I'm watching part of the senior bowl just so I can I could look at tight ends and everything. Oh man, the Steelers, they've got, they don't know what they're going to do with tight end. They've got to address this in the draft. That's going to be their top pick. They sign Eric Ebron and don't even come close to drafting a tight end.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. It all, changed all it right. all changed hey, that's all hindsight yeah,
0: yeah. you know it, it but Since i'm saying is <laughs> what
1: you were discussing 2020
0: so that's oh hindsight. i gotcha oh that's a good one zoom all right yeah i kept i kept rolling on it's all hindsight yeah you're right it's uh, that's a good one so to to me, I, I there's nothing wrong with discussing the draft and still thinking no. of what the Steelers are going to do. And 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 having an idea of who's going to be there, when, where, how, why, all that good stuff. No problem with that. But there are some people that are really locked on that the Steelers have to draft this. Now, there was one person, uh, this was on Twitter. And I'm like, okay, now I see what you're doing a little bit more. They're like, I don't want the Steelers to address to address this position in free agency, I really think they need to invest in, in the draft specifically. At least they acknowledged that. Yeah. That's what I like. So acknowledge uh, everything could change. Because right now you're like, oh, like I had my number one team needed inside linebacker for the Steelers. They only got two. And one of them was a seventh round draft pick this past year that only played one year of college linebacker and is very raw and I think could be something for the Steelers, but I still don't even think it's going to be next year. And the other one is a guy that some people want to already cut because they could save $8 million on his contract um, but because they didn't think he was that great. But he played really well early in the season until he got injured and then just tried to tough it out the rest of the year, according to reports. But other than that's all they have. So to me, inside linebacker is a really big team need. But that's also not what I'm calling for them to, to, to draft really high. I'm thinking they're going to address that one of the other two ways
1: very very possible. Again, yeah. what the way I look at it is is right now your look at the draft is great, big and broad. It's, yeah, you know, your look at the draft has to be really wide vision, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is you go through these other two pieces and that helps focus the draft down a little more. Yes. So, you know, they all Play off of each other. Now, the exciting thing to look at because right now it's hard to talk about you know free agency till it hits, and even when it hits, you just never know how that's going to work out. Uh-huh. The draft is a little more has a little more predictability within it, which is why I understand why people like to go and look at that now. But just yeah. understand that 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 the you need to be looking at something you know as my hands are clear out of my screen, you know, this big <laughs> now, that we're going to focus down to this big by the time we actually get to the draft.
0: Yeah, I- exactly, exactly. And and something that could be a huge need. Think about here. We're, we're going to talk a little bit of news, then we're really going to get into some good stuff with quarterbacks. And we'll even talk about the draft with that as well. But if you look at last year, even oh, two weeks before the draft – so many people were mocking for the Steelers. They had to draft a safety because the Steelers were still missing a starting safety. Oh no. What are they going to do? And then what do they do the week of the draft? They signed Terrell Edmonds. Yeah. What do they do? The, the literally, I think it was the day after the draft or the Saturday of the draft. It might've even leaked out. They signed Demonte KZ. Right. So you ultimately really want to fill those holes through free agency and then build on what you have through the draft. That's really a good way of doing it. We're going to talk about some news here once we get – we've got $5 from Wes. How's it going, Wes? Okay, $5 at the tip jar. Thank you very much. He says, in my opinion, we need an elite vet wide receiver. We are going to have a lot of space in theory. Is there any chance at all we make a play for DeAndre Hopkins? I don't know that that they have to have a vet because – I mean, I guess the closest thing you have to that is Deontay Johnson. I'm I'm not going to argue against anyone that thinks that they need it. I'm not. I just don't know that that they absolutely have to do it that way. If you think that's important, I think you have a very valid point. DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know. Now you talk about a lot of cap space in theory. Right now, it is theory because the Steelers don't have cap space. Everyone's like, well, "Wait a second! Didn't they have like like 16 million or something a ago? They didn't have all. They didn't have 51 players on their on on their roster right they, they the steelers sucked up over 10 million dollars by signing reserve uh, contracts because they just simply didn't have enough players the steelers right now i mean if you go to over the cap right now for 2023 the steelers cap space is listed at 1.6 million that's not a lot now you go to somewhere like Spot There's might even be negative. I haven't looked there recently. I've been paying attention to that one because they've been counting Stefan to it twice. They put him on the active roster and they have him in dead money. So they're counting his money twice, which doesn't make sense. Um, th- there's just a lot of up in the air. but could they potentially, you know have a have a lot more th- than this? Yes, yes, they uh, they absolutely could because um you know, like a William Jackson the third. Uh, Right now, his contract—they don't have it. They changed the numbers on his on here, um, on over the cap, which is I find kind of interesting. It it was twelve point seven five million. They don't have that exactly that anymore. It's they have it as twelve point one seven six four seven one. It's because of bonuses and stuff based from his previous contract, but. These are all things that could be, you know, you could save a a chunk of change there if you're not going to bring him back. Uh, I already mentioned someone like a Miles Jack, $8 million. You could mention someone else like like a Mitch Trubisky, $8 million. So in theory, I like what Wes was saying in theory, because that in theory is assuming that you're not going to keep everybody that's on your roster right now, that you are going to have to to, you know, dump some of these contracts of people yeah. that you just don't want to pay that much money to. So that's in theory. So, Rich, now to answer his ultimate question, DeAndre Hopkins. He's still under contract, right? It would have to be a trade. Am I right? I'll, I'll, I'll no, check that no, while no, you no, answer no, no, to no, let you know I, for I sure. So.
1: But in, in terms of that, the question really comes down to, do, does the organization feel they need somebody like
0: that? Yeah. And he's under contract through 2024. Okay. So it would um, have to be a trade. Yeah,
1: you, you know, they, they would have to, to figure out do they do they need somebody like that or mm-hmm. do they have another idea? You know? Um honestly, I don't know if you need, you know, <clears throat> my opinion. We, we have our soon-to-be superstar wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He wears number 14. Yeah. <laughs> and just does, you know, it's just George Pickens doing George Pickens things yeah. out there. You know? Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know if you, you absolutely have the need to go after somebody like Hopkins, but if the organization feels that it's something they could use and they could do it I'm going to trust the organization to, to figure out what they feel they need to add in each room
0: uh, yeah well and 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 let, let's just share this quickly the the base salary for 2023 the base salary for DeAndre Hopkins for 2023. 19.45 million. So that's I mean, like his cap hit for, for Arizona this year was going to be 30 million because of you know the pro rated bonus in there. Right. So if you trade for him and you're just taking on his base salary, 19.45 million for 2023. That's that's finding an awful lot of cap space and using it all in one spot. So that's one concern. Two, um, I don't do you want to invest all that money and all that draft capital into one player at one position for one year for two years, years. it's two years. Yeah. He has two years left. Um, And the next year is 14.915 million. So you get a bit of a discount in the last year, but that just seems like an awful lot for, for one. That's just me. I'm not saying that it's, that it's, that it's not, no, it's not out of the question. So all right, real quick, uh, the Steelers did sign a player today. They signed one of their own. They signed back wide receiver Anthony Miller. and they did it. it's so funny. I was I was working on my article of exit interviews. Uh, If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. In the afternoon, I have an exit interview basically every day until I run out of players. It's two players each day talking about what they did last year, what's their contract status moving forward, some stats they had for the year, and some ideas behind them. And today was George Pickens and Miles Boykin. Well, George Pickens, which you already mentioned, I talked about, man, that guy can really catch the ball if he could get better at his route running, my goodness, the, you know, the sky is the limit for him. So that's something he, you know, something to work on in the off season, um, you know, running crisper routes, uh, things of that nature. But for miles Boykin, I was like, is he the only wide receiver? That's a free agent. So I was looking down the sealers roster. I looked at their list of free agents. I looked at their injured reserve. And I'm like, I don't see Anthony Miller on either list. He was injured this year. He wasn't under contract, but he wasn't listed as being a a free agent. I was diving into all this stuff. I was going to say, well, is it something with the contract tolls? Now he's got to be a pup in order for that to happen, is my understanding. And he was just on IR for the season. I was like, what's going on with him? I was typing in in our Slack channel for our staff a question about Anthony Miller, if anyone knows what the deal is, when Jeff Hartman put in the breaking news channel that he signed with the Steelers for next year. So I was wondering what was yeah. up. So I got my answer before I even asked the question. But uh, he's back. He had he was looking real good. And did you see him? At, you were up in the. You were there the second day, right? So you. So he was still, um, around and healthy when you were there, right?
1: Um,
0: if you can remember, yes. Yeah. I don't know if you happened to notice him or not.
1: No, not really, but it was it was a. Rough there was a lot of talk of him. In, in, in,
0: in, oh, that's right. There was a lot of talk about him in the during training camp. You know the connection with Mitch Trubisky and everything else, and that he was looking, you know, like like the guy that caught seven touchdowns and was a second round draft pick his rookie year. So that's someone that the Steelers bring back, which is likely on the cheap. I don't think there's any. I, I don't know that there's any report on what his contract is yet, but I assume it's basically probably going to be for around the minimum. Um, And it's, it's so, so there's that one. Uh, Then there's the rumors. Okay. The rumors that uh, the Steelers, you know, moving on from any coaches is is, is, is frozen. This came from Mark Caballi of the athletic, that that's not going to happen anytime soon because coach Tomlin is dealing with a personal issue. Um, and is doing some of the exit interviews virtually right now, so we don't know what that personal issue is. Uh, but it could that could you know change any any uh, coaching decisions that they have. It could push that back. And then there's also the rumor that uh, one that the Buccaneers are going to let go Byron Left, which is their offensive coordinator, and two that the Steelers are interested. Now, these are rumors. These are merely rumors floating out around in Steelers' Twitterverse and all that good stuff. Rich, any thoughts on that?
1: Um, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're rumors. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> But 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 if you're going to make me say something about it, I'll say well you know
0: you can see Leftwich you know he spent some time here in oh, Pittsburgh two years ago Denver. I loved him two years ago I loved him he yeah. had a rough year and honestly if you look back at stuff you know what really struggles with Leftwich is the run game.
1: Actually, if you look at the stats from last <laughs> night, it's not—it's not the fact that the running backs can't run the ball. It's that they don't hand it off.
0: Yeah, I mean they just the don't run give game? them
1: the carries. Yeah, we let you know, old man Brady throw the ball sixty some odd times last
0: night. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think where did the, the where did Crusher, that report
1: seven seven attempts for 41 yards? Mm-hmm. Right, we're talking close to six yards in a tenth.
0: Yeah. But only. You just didn't 10. give
1: him the ball more.
0: But they also weren't, you know, how many extra points can a team can a team miss in one game? Yeah. But I mean, they were they were down a lot, so that also didn't help. Um, the, I don't know if it was a that. Sometimes people have always often said, wise NFL people have often said, and I might have even. Can even specifically quote. So maybe I take back the word wise. I heard Colin Cowherd say before. Okay. You know why? Uh, I got to take back the word wise.
1: You are, with all due respect, dumb.
0: Yeah, that's what I am for using that word there. Okay. But anyway, I've heard Colin Cowherd say this before beware the coordinator of the head coach that's the specialist on the same side of the ball. Beware of the offensive coordinator underneath an offensive-minded coach. Beware of the defensive coordinator under a defensive-minded coach when it comes to looking at those positions. And, you know, left which with, with Arians was really good, but didn't really work this past year very much. My concern is, and this is one thing, people might not like Matt Canada, but Jeffrey and I have an article coming out for our vertex this week. What he does bring. Is a good run, is a good philosophy behind the running attack. Yeah. If you want to say what's his best attributes, Matt Canada with with when I mean, uh some different people were breaking it down um of, of the options, but when you're talking about oh, not the jet sweeps, but all the different options that they could run between you know handing it off the sweep, the, the counter, and all this all this various stuff. Some really good, creative run stuff. And honestly, well, that's the Jeffrey, what this... What's
1: well, that? Every or Kevin, one of them yeah. did some film, and they showed yeah. one set where they had three different ways, three different players they could hand the ball to.
0: Yeah, and, and that's honestly, that really helped the Steelers' run game this year in the yeah. second half. And the Steelers' ability to run the ball really helped them dictate what they wanted to do in games with controlling the clock, minimal possessions, help have your defense, not asking your rookie quarterback to have to go out and win every game with his arm. Although he showed, you know what? He could just put the two games in a row, went down and did it. So I don't want to diminish that, but that was really nice. I don't want the run game to suffer. Under something else, I'm not saying that's for that. That's a good reason to keep back in. We one of the things we would bounce around in our Slack channel is if the Steelers are going to insist on keeping Matt Canada, hiring a specific passing game coordinator, you know, because not a bad idea. How many times Kevin brought up that said their route combinations are more simplistic than what we run in high school?
1: Yeah, and how many, how many yeah. times did we see four curls?
0: Yeah, and, and you know, just various different things. And if they need and if they do it with a whole new coordinator, that's that's that I understand that as well. But my biggest concern right now is you know, if Byron left, which is coming in and really struggling with to have an offense that features the run game, then that's going in the opposite direction of what the Steelers are doing right now. I don't know if there's any truth to that. I was thinking maybe Philipponi was the one who reported that. Maybe I'm wrong, I'm not sure. But anyway. Rich, we're going to go ahead and take our break as we, <laughs> now that we've covered the yeah. news because I don't want to have to stop again because I'm going to set up what it is that we're talking about and what we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks. And that is this show for Behind the Steel Curtain, we are kind of the transition show each week. You know, Monday, you would have the hangover talking about the previous game. We were the transition show. We would talk about the last game. We would talk about the next game. Sometimes we talked more about the last game than we did the first. Occasionally we talked about the next game as much as we did the last game. It It all would depend. But we would kind of transition from looking at last week, and we'd end up looking at scores for the next week. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep take a similar approach with this show in the next few weeks, and that is we're going to look back at some things from the season, and then look forward of how it needs to be going going into twenty twenty three. We're going to do that some with the with not not necessarily the players, but the philosophy behind the quarterback position. How that what they did last year, what they're moving next year. That's what we're going to talk about in the second half. So if you're here with us on YouTube or Facebook, we'll be we're just going to be a couple seconds, and on the audio side, stick around uh, for these messages. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and let's dive into this. We're going to look back a little bit here at the, at, at the, the, the 2022 season. I almost messed up and said 2020 season. Um, at the quarterback position and the philosophy and everything that the Steelers had going into it. So when we go back to this time last year, Rich, what what were the steelers doing i mean and 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 everything how how did it all play out you know we knew ben was gone we knew ben was going and you're like now what
1: yeah, yeah that's what we were we were like now what we have currently mason rudolph what else are you going to do well it's not just going to be the mason rudolph show necessarily
0: yeah and and I brought up something where I, where I looked back at the articles that I was writing approximately one year ago when the Steelers season ended and everything to to you know just kind of jog my memory of how I, we rolled into the off season, and unfortunately, I you know I, I saw back and say, oh look, the Steelers are planning on offering Dwayne Haskins the the um, restricted free agent tender, which they did, and then even through free agency, he was there. You know, met up with them at Trubisky's, the tragedy happened. That was taken out of the equation. So the Steelers basically had two guys, but you knew they were going to go, they were going to have two more. You knew they were going to have two more. And going into free agency, you kind of got to think back and remember that Mitch Trubisky was considered the pretty much the hottest commodity at quarterback. Now we get to have our 2020 vision. Now we get to have the hindsight. You know, should the Steelers, you know, spend a little bit less money and gone the route of a, Jaco- of a Jacoby Brissett who played under Matt Canada? Or maybe he played under Matt Canada and had, and had no desire to come to the Steelers. Yeah, know. <laughs> you know, for all we know. You know, So, so the Steelers went the free agent route. And from that time, Mitch Trubisky, I thought perhaps when the Steelers went into training camp, they might have said, okay, we're going to start off with Mason Rudolph one, just simply because he was the guy with the most experience with the black and gold. They didn't do it. I was kind of surprised because it just seemed like a Steeler thing to do. I'm not saying it's what they should have done, but they didn't do it. It was Trubisky from day one. What's your thoughts on how the Steelers did that with it being Trubisky from day one?
1: I wasn't a huge fan of it, and a lot of fans weren't either. And because I still see talk going on about it, that, Mm -hmm. you know, there was never truly a quarterback competition in camp like it said there was going to be. It was decided long before camp ever got here that the starter week one would be Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. There was no open competition for it. We said there was, yeah. The Steelers said there was coach. Tom
0: said there was, there was not. I don't know that he, did he call it an open comp? I'm trying to remember his terminology. And he said, they were all going to have the chance, an opportunity. And, uh, yes. Him saying they would all have an opportunity. You know, so many people took and ran with it that everyone had an even shot. And that didn't necessarily mean that's what they meant. Honestly, either one, someone was going to have to blow the doors off, or two, somebody was going to really have to stink it up. And honestly, neither happened. Right. Some people want to talk about Kenny Pickett in the preseason and how great he did, but did he really do – that much better than any of the other quarterbacks. I mean, breaking down the numbers, he had one more touchdown than each of the other two. Um, Trubisky had more yards on on fewer pass attempts. There wasn't a huge separation there. So I can understand why things wouldn't have changed. But did you but honestly, if anyone got shafted, it was more Mason Rudolph. He never oh, really got an opportunity to 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 go up against any kind of real competition. He was he was delegated he was delegated to two or three the whole time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was. And it just that and that was tough.
0: Yeah. But. Yep. Hey, we got we got 499 from DQ Strong with nothing with no words in it in the live chat. Thank you for the for the tip. I will look to try to find your um uh next comment that you have coming up and I and I'll bring it up um in case something went went wrong with that so DQ strong we'll keep an eye out for you yeah and i'd gone on record saying the way i, I expected the steelers to slow play Kenny Pickett and i even expected a little bit more
1: i had no problem with the way things went with Kenny Pickett am mm-hmm. i i'm just put it this way, you probably, you know, Mason Rudolph probably can't wait to get out of town.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He probably can't.
0: That's pretty much what I said when he was, it was him and Kenny Pickett on the first, on Monday's edition of Exeter Reviews. Yeah. Uh, if Mason Rudolph wants to to be, I mean, he should at least be aspiring to be a backup quarterback that's, in uniform and ready to step on the field at any moment. And he got that for all of one game this past season. Yeah. So, all right. I think I got DQ Strong here. Okay. Okay. DQ Strong said, going back to the convo about the run game, it's not enough to have a good run game. You score big points with the pass. But as the Steelers proved over the second half of the season, you don't have to score big points. If you, if you a- minimize your possession, you gotta listen to Jeffrey Benedict's cutting room. Four. I didn't get to listen to it all yet, so I don't I don't have it all to his cutting room four because it, it's something that he's been talking about for a while is that you don't have to have high-scoring games if you're if both teams are only possessing the ball seven or eight times a game. Yeah, if there's not a lot of possessions because you're controlling the ball with the run. Then you don't have to put up big points. That's the, I mean, yes, throwing the ball puts up big points. But as you can see, and you're like, well, look at the playoffs right there. No, look at what the Steelers did over the last nine weeks. They didn't have to put up big points to win games. They played good defense and they minimized the possessions and they ran the ball.
1: Yep. Minimize and their quarterback
0: came through when he had
1: to minimize the possessions. And don't yeah simple. yeah don't give up a ton of points.
0: Don't give up a ton of, and take but care of the, the ball. But
1: one of the ways is yeah. to not give up a ton of points is don't let the other team have the ball as many times because yeah. then there's less chance for them to put up points.
0: And it's it was the Steelers' philosophy last year, and they couldn't and they couldn't do it. Like playing someone like a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, the best defense against them is having them stand on the sideline while your offense is on the field. That's right. That's the best defense against them. They can't hurt you standing on the sideline. That's right. Make them throw tablets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got you there. So here, here we go. So here we go. Back back to what we were saying about with the quarterback. So, yep. I I thought the way the Steelers were going to do it was you know you put Kenny Pickett as the third as the third guy on the depth chart for the first three or four weeks of the season. That way, if there's an injury, he's not coming in taking his first snaps early doing that. He could sit back and really take in the NFL game and the difference of a regular season NFL game versus preseason NFL games and just kind of gain gain some knowledge there. Then he moves up to QB two. And then moves up to QB1. That's what I expected for them to do with him this season. Um, it happened a little bit faster. I don't even know if that's how Tomlin wanted it. You had the clerical error, you you know, you had the coming in at halftime the week four. It ended up being what it was, and honestly, I wouldn't change any of it simply because. If you read my what if article, a lot of bad things could have also happened too if Kenny Pickett came in sooner or later. So the way it so, played out is the way it played out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The the, the really, now that the season, Steelers season is over, yeah. You, you just have to ask yourself the one question. Am thinking over those last few games, especially, am I happy with Kenny Pickett's progression in the direction things are going in the quarterback? At the mm-hmm. quarterback position. Yeah. And I have to say yes. I I'm am. not saying yes. I'm like,
0: heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Did he play perfect throughout those games? No. no. But man, he he came through what he needed to. He took care of the ball. He played with confidence. He played, you know, just, yeah, so much you could say about it. Go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, I I was thought, to you. oh, I felt like like you had more to say, and I was just throwing in an aside, but oh no, yeah. you're
1: just you're just used to interrupting me and then having to go back and let me talk.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was I interrupted you and I was letting you go back and talk. See, and, and that's why I have to interrupt you because you don't have anything else good to say anyway. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so well no, once you start out,
1: talking, my brain just goes,
0: Okay, right. we're going to the next topic. So that's how the quarterback position played out. They, they they went with two in the draft. Now, some people still talk about the wasted pick of Chris Oladokun. Um, I have an article that I've been in. It, it's one of those that I have that I can do it at any time if I didn't have anything else to do. It's He was an insurance policy that they never had to cash. Not one quarterback missed one snap of training camp because if somebody misses a snap, they needed someone else to be there and ready. And that's what they had. And it just so happened that, you know, so many times you think it's a mistake to buy insurance when you never have to cash it in. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, what, that's what, that's what he was, you're like, and oh, man, I bought the extended warranty and everything was fine. You know,
1: <laughs> all you yeah. needed was somebody with a sh- s- sore shoulder for couple days you have a nice bag on it and everybody's like oh good thing we had him here
0: and he's stepping right in so it, i mean and and think about that how many years did it had been where the steelers didn't have a quarterback missing time in training camp i mean it was by design with one btr so right. that's why it was the whole idea of having four so the steelers they they had to they went to in the draft some people thought maybe they could have gone undrafted free agent they didn't um I found it interesting that they went with uh, Oladoku when it could have been, uh, he, he's real Purdy over there. You know, because yeah. <laughs> technically he was still there too. But, uh, um, you know, he, six of one at the time is what you look at, is that it really could have been either either way. But, but man, I'm, congratulations to Brock Purdy coming out and getting the job done. Well,
1: as Sherry <laughs> says,
0: yeah. exactly. Purdy was in the
1: policy. Look at him yeah. now. They oh. had to cash in their... Their yeah, insurance policy.
0: Look at and, that poor team, and you're like, "How in the world are they winning games?" You know, they, they lose, they lose Lance, they lose um, um, Garoppolo, and they're still winning. First got of all, there's roster, a lot
1: though.
0: of talent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got a good roster. <laughs> he's been he's put he, he's put in
1: a pretty good situation. Yes, he's put in a good. Well, even though you know. BTR was a, was a first round draft pick, you know, uh-huh. getting thrown in and then going undefeated in the regular season, his rookie year,
0: he was put in a good situation. He was put in a good situation. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, but that's right. Sherry, he was an insurance policy. So the Steelers, they didn't have to cash theirs in the 49ers. They had to cash theirs in and they're good thing. They had it or else they'd, they'd be an even more tr- Just think they could have picked up Baker Mayfield instead. Now, he, he had his moments in LA as well, but still, don't want, we're not going into there. Yeah. Whoo. Yeah. And that's crazy that the that the 49ers could have traded up two years ago for a quarterback that now they might not have a need for. Because yeah. if Purdy's the guy, then you don't really need Lance. That'll be interesting to see how that played out. But you know what? That's oh, not yeah. the Steelers, but it, it's interesting. We're talking quarterbacks, so it's interesting stuff. So now here we got the Steelers with this year. The Steelers currently have two quarterbacks on their roster. They have whether you want to call them the franchise or not yet. They have QB1. We'll definitely call him that. Kenny Pickett. And you have Mitch Trubisky under contract for one more season. Mason Rudolph is a free agent. So what are the Steelers doing at the quarterbacks? We don't have to worry about Kenny Pickett. He's here, he's the starter. Everything else is about the rest of the room. You already mentioned Mason Rudolph. I'm going to, I don't know if we need to t- say much about this. Mason Rudolph, is it? Thank you. You know, it's like, I don't even know that the Steelers have to say, well, Mason, are you interested? I, I don't even think they'd finish the sentence. I think the answer is going to be no. No. Yeah. So say, so Mason, any chance you want to, no. You, you want to reconsider? No. 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 You know, they, 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 they basically, They basically burned that bridge and buried it with how little of an opportunity was given last year. But also, you have to remember, he was their most known commodity coming in. They knew more what they had with him. Um, But uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Don't know if they woulda or they coulda, but they sure didn't. Okay. So this year, how do you see the Mitch Trubisky thing playing out now?
1: Oh, see, there, there's different <laughs> things that could happen now. Um, let's see what what's uh, what's Mitch on the books for for next year?
0: Um, the exact amount on the books, I know it's I know it's an eight million dollar base salary. Uh, give me just a second, and I'll have it here. Yeah, eight million dollar base salary. His prorated bonus is two point six two five million, meaning that's from his signing bonus from his past year. So right now, on the cap, he counts ten point six two five, but two point six two five million of that is going to stick just, no matter what. So it's that's the correct. difference of the eight yeah. million dollars. That's a lot for a backup quarterback. Sure Some is. people say it's not much, but it's not much when you add up your top two quarterbacks together. Correct. Correct. But do you really want to be paid that much to your backup when you could say, hey, we've got a quarterback on a rookie deal. Let's invest in other places and 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 get the best team around them that we can.
1: Well, you know, you know, Mason Rudolph's base salary this past year was just over five to be yeah. a QB three. Yeah. See he's downstairs. a different kind of
0: insurance policy that'll be in that article as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um but you know that that's what you got to figure out is it, really it, it comes down to the, to to probably coach Tom and Omar Khan sitting down and saying, "Okay, this is what we have tied up in quarterback. Is are we are we okay with that number?" Okay? If we're, you know, if we're not okay with the number, then it's, it's okay. Well, we got to look at, at Trubisky. What do we do with it?
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Jeff Hartman said something to me tonight. Our our kids got together to do a um, uh, a, a kid's escape room that they just at a, at the local library, they had a blast. Um, so I was talking with Jeff and, and we were, you know, saying about what we were going to talk about on the show tonight. And he said something, I got to give him credit for it. Because I'm pretty sure you might hear this from Jeff tomorrow on Let's Ride, honestly, Um, because he might have been saying the same thing there. And that is, if Mitch Trubisky sits back next year to be a backup quarterback with the Steelers, he is probably relegated to being a backup for the rest of his career,
1: wherever he goes. Yep, probably. Probably, So what he
0: ultimately has to decide is, Am I just going to say, hey, I'm, I, I want to be one of these guys that can make a pretty good living as a backup quarterback in the NFL? Or do I want to take my one more chance as a starter, knowing that it could mean that people may not even want me as a backup ever again? That's what he has to make the decision of. And I think if Mitch Trubisky tells the Steelers he would like to move on to have a chance to start somewhere else, that they will let him go. I don't think it has to be a trade or anything like that. I think this if, if Trubisky volunteers, not hostages, if Trubisky would like to go to have an opportunity to start somewhere else, I think they would oblige because and it would also would, make the right would, financial decision.
1: Right. So that would add add what? Around $6 million to the dealers no, it, 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 would have?
0: Eight. It adds the eight.
1: Right. Yeah. It, it brings the eight right back. So well the eight well the eight comes back, but how about the dead?
0: Well, no, the the dead the dead's already counting. Oh, that's right. 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 right the dead's already counting. counting 10. Right. Okay. He's counting ten. So, so you just right. he's still counting the two, and then you sit the and then you gain the eight. So yeah.
1: Gotcha. So that's so,
0: yeah. Well, you just know, we, how we, that works right now. If
1: if, if that were happening, you know, we could always go out and sign free agent quarter. Yeah, find find a free agent that we could bring mm-hmm. in as a backup, someone like I don't know. Um Tom Brady. <laughs> um,
0: I, I knew you were going to go there. Ma- maybe, maybe
1: I don't know. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> There's been other people in the comments saying too. Um,
0: hey, Lamar might
1: be available. <laughs> oh, hey, a- a- and why not? We can always bring in Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> 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 Dude, I coming.
0: Remember. You want you need an elite backup. <laughs> you gotta have an elite backup. No. So so bottom line is how do you think they're gonna? I think what happens with Trubisky ultimately will, will will shape this a lot. And I I I don't think the Steelers are going to just flat up cut Trubisky, but I think they're gonna have a serious conversation. And maybe he'll say he wants to go, and then that allows them to do it amicably. Um if they want that. Eight million dollars. So what do they do? What what do they do if that's the case?
1: Oh what if Trubisky
0: goes? Yeah. How do uh, they shape their quarterback room for going into twenty twenty three?
1: Um I, I would imagine that you would see them pick up a free agent. Um I think that would I think if, if Trubisky's gone,
0: tonight. I think you have to.
1: Yeah, and I would consider it probably a middle of the road guy. You know, yeah. uh, although you know you got a guy out there like Jacoby Brissett. He's out there, and you know he's an unrestricted free agent. Did he have a one
0: year deal? Go look at that.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at the at the current. I'm looking at a list of current oh, free agents at the, end of the season, and you know he's yeah. on there. You know, you, you've got other guys like. I don't, um, well, you really want to get. Crazy, hey! Just a guy that would serve as a backup, but it ha- has had some time starting in the league. Gardner Minshew, yeah, you know, is, is, is like a, that.
0: Is a free agent. You know, Um you what up ultimately you you know you're signing a guy that knows they're a backup. You're not signing a backup that's that's aspiring to to break in to be the starter, right? But you're also you know signing a guy that says, hey, if something happens to Kenny Pickett, you're going to show everybody what you can do. Cause you're going to be the next guy.
1: Yeah. And believe it or not, this list has a lot of guys on it that are, that are, mm-hmm. you know, number, number two guys, you know? It, it, you know, I mean, gee whiz, you really want to get to it. You know, T- Teddy Bridgewater, Miami, you know, although I'm sure he's waiting to see what goes on with Tua, but technically he's the second guy, you know, what does guy yeah. like that look, you know, yeah. potentially looking for, um, you know case keenum um, oh that's brian's
0: favorite backup of all time you know
1: <laughs> it, you know guys that that really are backups yeah um but what
0: do you, honestly, what honestly no. what's crazy who, is what who, was a, a good one out there would be mason rudolph honestly correct. but that but i don't think that's going to fit anymore because of the history no. You know, and as I people mean, say in the live chat, they're saying don't forget Josh Dobbs. I don't know if Josh Dobbs yeah. wants to come back to pick. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I I, I don't know. Right. Um, it's it's
1: if for some reason it's it that it's not Mitchell Trubisky, there are some guys out there that are yes. available that the Steelers could get that aren't gonna wow you or excite you honestly Mm -hmm. is we're not looking for that this year because we know who the QB one is supposed to be going into next year. Yeah.
0: So one last question before we get to our big question. Okay. Steelers quarterback draft. Potentially. You look look to draft a quote unquote backup quarterback in the draft. And if so, where, where do you look to do it? With the reminder that the Steelers do not have a fifth or a sixth round pick, <laughs> yeah, with plus, because I was going to say sometime in round five, or they have eight. two sevens, but they don't have a five or a six yet. Yet,
1: yeah, uh, I, I don't know. See, I, I'm not sure. Not sure that they'll look and do that, mm-hmm. but. I'm this one is where where I'm going to trust that the Steelers are looking at all these things. We'll do what they need to do through the dealing with their own players, dealing with free agency to then make decisions about how they're going to face their draft.
0: Yes. Yes. Ultimately is going to shape up there. And, and, and this year above any, I think the Steelers would be fine, they could find a quality undrafted free agent for their fourth quarterback simply because yes. they didn't draft one this year. It's hard to draft one and then f- go out and find another one that they know that that they're gonna that the focus is gonna be so much on that one as the rookie. I mean, because think about it, they're gonna get all the rookie mini uh, the, the rookie minicamp snaps and all that. You're gonna have a rookie quarterback in rookie minicamp no matter what. So whether it's because you drafted one late or you signed one as an undrafted free agent or you have one merely as a tryout player, you're going to have someone that's that's there for rookie minicamp. So. Yes. Um, so. So, yeah. So here's the big question as we're getting late in the show. Um, we we talked an awful lot about stuff going on with, with with things before we get rolled into this topic. So we're we we we're, we didn't get to just open it up to questions to everybody like we're hoping to get to more in the offseason. But here's the big question, and for those of you that, are, that, that don't remember how this works, I ask Rich a question. Normally during the regular season, it's what's the score going to be this weekend. Um, but I'll ask the question, he'll answer it. And in this case, because it's not the score, I'll answer it. We'll put the question in the live chat, and then I'll bring up your all's answer. This is a, this is a this is a multiple choice question. And it's basically so you're going to answer one of the three, and all. And if you want to give a big long explanation in the live chat, that's fine. But I'm not bringing it up. I'm mm-hmm. only bringing up the ones that have the answers. Well, you can um, bring it up, but
1: you just give the one-word answer and then move. If on.
0: if if it says it at the beginning, I'll right. bring it up and just yes. say that. If yes. it's a whole long explanation to get there, I won't even I won't even see it. So here's the question, Rich. So everyone else can be thinking it up. You've got three options, and and I'll tell you the words that everyone's going to type in. When it the Steelers QB two for twenty twenty-three will is is coming to the Steelers by option one, roster, meaning they're on the roster right now, meaning Mitch Trubisky. Two, free agency, or three. Draft. Don't do the numbers. Just just type you know, the words are the word. Your options are roster, free agency, draft. Rich, where do you think the backup, uh, the 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 backup quarterbacks coming from? Free agency. You know what? I agree. And people are already jumping You're the gun. What you said? I'm not. All I'm right not paying gun. attention to you. Okay. What? You all know better than this. These are people oh, no. who know better. These are better. people that are here. Oh, my goodness, things. these are people oh, that know. This is terrible. You know, you're you're lucky, and there's too many of you. I mean, what was it last week? Where the week before we had it perfect, where nobody jumped. I used to put you in a five minute timeout where you couldn't even I answer. In the famous
1: words of Charles Barkley, "That's terrible. That's
0: terrible. Yeah, that, that's terrible. That's that's terrible." So there you go. Now we've got it coming. Now we've got it coming. So people that already have it. George Teston, he says it's coming in free agency. Thomas Riley says it's coming on the roster, already on the roster. BF Bud says it's already on the roster. Okay. Richard Adamson says it's coming in free agency. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Brian Brown says free agency. Claude Bishop says free agency. Um <laughs> drunk turkey show. Okay. Says free agency. Okay. Uh, um, Blair. Is that hot? I'm going to say hot. Says okay. free agency. Reginald river says coming through the draft. Okay. Um, someone did ask the question of what happened to the, to the fourth string quarterback last year. Oh, he's on the Kansas city's practice squad. i yep. um, in case you're wondering. Okay. Yeah. Uh, James Tresvant says it's on the roster now. So, you know, so we, we're getting some different answers. George OTJ says free agency. Great 103 says free agency. Uh, <laughs> Sherry Richard says it was a false start on the live chat. False start, <laughs> you false know what? Chat. Maybe I should have brought up the one right before I, the question because you're letting tackles have a little bit of an extra step. <laughs> 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 That's a good one, Sherry. I had to bring uh, that up. Okay. Um. Um. Todd Faraday says, or uh, sorry, fiery. It's there's no T in there. I keep putting a T in that name. Yep. Sorry, Todd. Oh, he fiery. says free agency. Huh? Fiery. There we go. All right. Steel Dog eighty eight says he's on the roster now. Uh, Joseph Donovan says free agency. Um, Harvey Stone says free agency. And Sherry Richards gives us her answer of free agency as well. Um. That's more of them pile in, if you, if you jump the gun, it's okay. Put your answer in again and I'll bring it up. Just don't, 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 don't miss there. I'm been seeing wants to know if trade was a possibility. If you, if you insist, I'll say it's okay. I'm saying that's the least likely just because I don't know if this is going to trade for a quarterback because I don't think they want to give up any, I don't think they want to give up any, who wants to give up capital for a backup quarterback, they wouldn't even give up capital last year for a starter. So, yeah, that's why I—I I mean, you can you can think it. I just don't know that 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 them um, that'll happen there. Um, uh, Gregory Waller says free agency as well. So, um, so if you said draft, I, the most was free agency, and I would—would would you say the second most was on the roster already? Probably. Yeah, you know, if
1: you if you ask me, you know, math nerd. Uh, go numbers wise, it if you had me break it down right now. I'm, I, I'd say you got a 50% chance it's in free agency, 40% chance it's on the roster right now, and 10% chance that it it's a draft pick.
0: That would be my numbers as well. When you said you were doing numbers, I popped them into my head. I'm, yeah. I'm it, doing 50, 40, 10.
1: Yes. So. It, it, that's, that's where, that's where I'm at with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, if any more come up here as we're closing up, hey, make sure that you're still here. We're still here. We're going to be here all off season. There might be a weekend there. There's that we're no off gonna season. There's no off season it's, for BTSC. It's, it's just
1: not during it's just games no footballs being
0: played. <laughs> but there's always lots going on. Like, oh uh, my, you know what? I I've, it pained me today when the realization was that my my son's spring break is the same week as the start of free agency. I'm like (laughs) the most, the, the, the biggest breaking news time of the entire NFL year. And that's when I'm supposed to be going on vacation. (laughs) So we got to see how that works, but Hey, we're going to be here. Your other podcasts are going to be here. Um, I didn't get to because I fell asleep and got b- behind the stuff on Sundays. I still need to go back and check out the homies. That is the guys from the We Run the North. They're doing the Sunday show. Did mm-hmm. you check that out at all, Rich?
1: Um, I, I, Just a couple minutes yeah. on Sunday. I just happened to come by and I wanted to at least turn it on mm-hmm. and see what it was about. So I spent, I don't know, just two or three minutes, but I'm going to get back and listen to it as well. I actually... Yeah. Was, I actually clicked on it live while they yeah, were well, actually I, live.
0: That's because the show We Run the North had been, it was last off season, it was on YouTube. Then it moved to audio only during the season. Um, oh, man. DQ Strong goes with the ninety nine tip to say free agency. Man. Well, you know what? We appreciate the tip. Okay. Um, so... Uh, but when they transition back, they're just—that's what they're calling it now. That's going to be your Sunday show. We're still looking at after, probably after games are done, at some point. You know, we'll get back to to maybe doing the the Q and A. There's, we're still making some of our off season decisions with stuff. If the Q and A will return, because I know a lot of people have been asking about it. But otherwise, our our things are staying the same. There might be one change in there based on. Um, you know, someone's availability for a show, but otherwise, you know, tomorrow night, it's still, I, I like how last week um, from Know Your Enemy, they, they brought on Nick Faribault to talk about. The Steelers—that's their enemy now. Going forward, yeah. is that you know or don't be your own worst enemy um, with that. So I like how how they you know they're still coming. The preview will be here Thursday night. All the shows that you have and our audio only shows. The only thing that you're going to be missing in the off season is is the um, the Mike Tomlin press conference recaps either by myself or Brian Anthony Davis because there are no press conferences and last minute thoughts. Um, other than that, we're going to have the same. St- the, the same shows um i mean not the same thing but the same lineup coming at you breaking down all these things going into the off season um so we'll have plenty of content for you um for for those of you that are here to take it all in and of course the website com. it's your one stop shop for all these Pittsburgh Steelers rich anything else you want to say here to 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 close us out here tonight
1: all right. Close out here tonight. Hey, um, still sad. The Steelers aren't still playing football um, as I'm sure most everybody out there is, but that doesn't mean that we have to stop thinking about our Steelers. I almost never stops thinking about the Steelers. There's always something to talk about with the team moves. They can make things they can do. Um, so really I'm already kicked it into gear for getting things ready for next season. Um Thinking about the Steelers. That's what I do. I'll be back here doing it again next week. Can't wait.